The word maximize, make as large or great as possible or to make the best use of. Maybe you're feeling stuck, possibly needing a new direction or just need a little motivation to move the needle in your life to get you to the next level and to make the most of your relationships, business, success, and life itself. Well, that's you. Buckle up, strap in, and get ready. The Wolf and the Captain are about to maximize you. Maximize you. With the Wolf and and the the captain. Captain. Oh, yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great, Mr. Morgan. How about yourself? Man, I am super fantastic. If I were any better man, I'd be you. That's it. You're right about that. You're like at the epitome, the top. That's it. I'm rocking and rolling, the buddy. The cream of the crop, dude. Just loving life. Hey, man, if you don't love life, then what else is there? I'm not sure. Good question. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are we talking about today here, Wolf? Well, I believe we want to get into a little bit about customer service oh. and going the extra mile for your customer client etc the extra mile i had to go to the extra mile one time to go get a tank of gas really i was about to yeah did you make it barely i know yeah thinking of that have you, have you coasted into a gas station before no i've been fortunate enough to never knock on wood 42 laps around the sun in my life i've never had to just coast on in I've coasted on in, and I have not made it upon occasion as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the extra mile, that has nothing to do with... Uh, you're right, you're right. Uh, what I'm is sorry. The ex- no, what is the extra mile? Well, I think just giving that little extra effort, that little extra bit of service, or what, when I was in the restaurant business, we called over-the-top service. Over-the-top. Wasn't that a Sylvester Stallone movie? Might have been. Yeah, I think it was. Um, here in Louisiana, we'd probably call that a Lanya. Lanya. Right? Oh, that, that was actually Lanya. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. You know, just a, and Lanya, for those that exist outside of Acadiana, this region of South Louisiana, means a little something extra. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff there. One thing, too, I think about when I think about going the extra mile for your client is, I mean, I guess it's, what are those wow moments? You know, what are those things you can do that really kind of, I'm not going to say shock the client, but definitely is above and beyond something that they're not going to expect. Yeah. You know, and and before we dive into that, just to, just to really kind of set things up and why this is important, you know, because we, you know, if you're in commerce, if you're in business of any kind, we're in an everly increasing or ever increasingly how does that go anyway we're in a more and more challenging sales environment okay. they have a lot of competition it's growing all the time because once upon a time competition was just the guy down the street or mm-hmm. on the other side of town yeah now your competition is on the other side of the country or on the other side of the planet because mm-hmm. we live in this global economy 7.7 billion people out there. Man, that's a tight squeeze, man. That's a, <laughs> that is a lot of people. So you have to figure out ways if you're in business. You've got to figure out a way to differentiate yourself and to separate yourself from the competition. Because mm-hmm. whether you're in insurance, car sales, whatever it is that you're selling, there's probably somebody else out there that's selling likewise maybe even selling the exact same product. So what is going to make you be the one that's going to stand out to the consumer? Good question. So if I'm understanding you properly, Scott, you're not talking just about at the convenience store or in the restaurant or at the hospital Anywhere. or in the retail environment. 
definitely talking anywhere. about everywhere. So yeah, definitely. Sitting across the kitchen table from one of our clients that's new to Medicare? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. How about that guy that uh, sells life insurance? Absolutely. There are a billion... Retirement there, plans? Yeah, there are a billion plans out there, a billion life insurance type of plans that are there, you know, almost endless companies that are out there. Mm-hmm. And they all talk the same game. They all say, we're the best, we're service-oriented, we're about this, we're about that. Really? So when the rubber meets the road, what is it really going to be that separates you from the rest of the pack? And so that's, and I really believe, I truly believe my philosophy is really to service people into a sale Hmm. and to really give them not only service people into a sale, but also to give them an experience. There you go. You know, one of the, one of the great examples of service, I think is over there in New Orleans, there's a restaurant called the Commander's Palace. Have you been there? Heard of it, but I've never been there. Dude, I'm telling you what. This restaurant, it's a it's a New Orleans or Nolens Nolens institution. I'm just 19 years down here in Louisiana, so I'm still trying to get it all get it all learned. Okay. Right. But the but the whole idea behind the Commander's Palace, and I've never experienced anything like this anywhere. We went to have dinner. This is this is years ago, but from what I understand, this is just how it is all the time. Ella Brennan was the one who pioneered. There was a great, she rest her soul, she just passed away about a month or two ago. A great documentary about her is on Netflix, uh, at least at the time of recording this. Uh, but the, the standard of service there is you walk in there and you sit down at your table, you look. It's it maybe even kind of creepy to see, but there's staff members surrounding you like against the walls in that area, and they're what they're doing is they're constantly. It's like the Secret Service if the president was in there. Remember when we went and saw W, and yeah. all those Secret Service folks are. It's kind of the same concept, and what they're doing is they're paying attention to you. They're making it all about you. If if some crumbs fall off your bread plate, you don't even have to say anything. There's a little dude that shows up out of nowhere, scrape, 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 and wiping those breadcrumbs off of the table. And into a little thing, and off he goes. Or the moment your 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 glass really? gets empty, there's somebody there just like that that's there to refill your glass. And it's not just dining. I can walk into a fast food joint or a fast casual joint or most other restaurants, and but I'm gonna wait for an eternity sometimes for a refill, even if they're not busy. Or it might take a while to get to get noticed by the waiter or the waitress uh, to get to do whatever is necessary. Mm-hmm. Not at the Commander's Palace. It, and it was just amazing. And it was an experience. And, and you're going to pay a lot, probably three times more than what you're going to pay at a normal restaurant, sit-down restaurant. Right. Cheap. But it was so good. And it was so, and not just not necessarily even the food, but the experience that they gave us. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I would go back and pay that kind of money to go have that kind of experience again. Hey, and just for all our listeners out there, that's a pretty big statement. That coming that, from is, the that is Richard th- Wolf thinks that I'm I'm kind of a cheapskate. I'm not. I'm I'm frugal. frugal. That's I'm it. Frugal. Thrifty. Frugal. <laughs> hey, I was a Boy it. Scout. One of the points of the Scout laws: a Scout is thrifty. thrifty. Yes, I sir. There it is. I was a Scout for a bit. I was too. I know. So yeah, customer service, going the extra mile. There's so much that can go into that, but I think yeah. it comes down to you. You mentioned the word service. Mm-hmm. It, it comes down even more basic than that to me is just serving other people. Sure. You know, now I, I think it can go to the extreme or probably to the wrong end where it's overcompensating serving without, you know, not really giving a value. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a mix and there's a fine line there as well. 
you can kind of over-service it, I think, and maybe aggravate folks or go over the top with that. But I think it's finding that middle ground and that fine line between, you know, am I truly giving them stuff that they value? You know, I mean, here's my other question I always come back to when I'm visiting with folks on these questions is that how do you know if you're giving too much, you're not giving enough, or you're giving just the right amount of service? I think you can tell by the look on their face. I agree, but I think I, sometimes it's having that conversation and just asking them straight up, you know, and what we do in our relationship, how can I be of more service to you? How can I be a better agent in my case? How can I be a better server, a better manager, a better mm-hmm. operator of this restaurant? What more could I do, I think, to, to make an impact on it? Sure, and I think that goes back to what you just said, is just ask them conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what What does it take to delight somebody? Delight, and, uh, yeah, like that word. Like that? Mm-hmm. It's cool. you, don't hear that, you don't hear that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But it certainly is true. Um, I think a lot of it is just being observant. And like I said, in the, in, at least this is my perspective, I think it's being observant. Uh, you can see it in their faces if, if you're mm-hmm. really paying attention, not just when you're in front of them, but, you know, having having someone else kind of spot and see, you know, how what, what are they like when you walk away? Mm-hmm. You know, did they look aggravated? Are they still smiling? Did you put a smile on their face? Um, you know, you you and I went to lunch earlier today. We had a fantastic waitress and who yeah, who was very good. very service oriented, and you know, just not only the, her her service um, her service mentality, but also her attitude was very positive. Absolutely, and, yeah. and, and um, just just wanted to you know make sure we were taken care of at the table and. Mm-hmm. and uh, and it was a it was a really good dining experience. By contrast, though, the manager had come by a little bit later and asked, you know, how's everything? Were there any problems? And I expressed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, my burger was a little overcooked, you know, and mm-hmm. didn't really show any kind of remorse about that. You know, I did tell, you know, I ate it and it was okay. You know, at the end of the day, it was fine. Well, nothing I was going to send it back over, but you know, it, it, it the response to me wasn't very. Uh, Gotcha. I don't know, conducive to somebody who really cared about the experience. Okay, now that's a good question because I've heard that in uh, some leadership conversations. You know, some of the best leaders that you'll see and you'll meet are the ones that'll, you know, when they stop, everybody, hey, how you doing today? And when you answer the question, they truly stop and listen. Yep. To hear. Because if you happen to be the one that, man, this morning just sucked. Oh, man, that's, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. And they keep going. Yeah. Then did they really even care what your response no. was, or were just trying to be friendly? They're just know? making their rounds, right. just to say they can check, just so they can check off that that to do list. So the better people and the better leaders are the ones that, when you ask that question, man, this morning was really rough. Well, what do you mean? Tell me about it. Yeah. How was it rough? You know. Yep. Go into some more details. So let's ask that question then. When you made that statement, you know the burger was a little well done on the outside, you know, but it was okay. What do you feel like a proper response would have been to be someone who goes the extra mile for the customer? Sure. In that May, environment. Yeah, sure. Uh, either offer um, offer a recook, you know, mm-hmm. can, we, can we sub that out for anything? Is there anything else? Or at least to stop, say, well, t- tell me a little bit more about this. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's because, you know, things like that are always subjective anyway, right? Right. So, I mean, if I eat all my burgers rarer than anything, cooked is overcooked, right? That's not the case. <laughs> but I think yeah. I think just, just stopping, calling the time out instead of just going, oh, okay, and just walking away. Mm-hmm. Now, and now, again, I gave him the out because you I said, did. you know, I did, you know, I... But I, but I would have liked to have seen him to say, well, tell me more about that. What, you know, was it, you know, and, and ask me a little bit more and then say, you know what, I'll address that with our cooks because we want to make sure 
that we are taking care of you. Let me give you a great example of, of that in action. Okay. Cool. I have a friend of mine, uh, this was a conversation years ago. A friend of mine had taken his daughter to New York City <laughs> for um, uh, graduation. Pretty cool place, by the way. I've never been, the Big Apple. Oh yeah, um, it's pretty cool. My, my daughter's been and my son's about to go during um, Thanksgiving. Well, my friend and his daughter went and he took her to what was, uh, I guess, a, a very well-known steak restaurant. And they were eating their steaks, and, and he's, he's cutting into a steak. And, and he said, you know, there really wasn't anything wrong with this steak. But the manager was being very observant when they were making their rounds. Noticed that he was cutting a little too much on that steak. And he said, is there a problem with, with, with your steak? He goes, no, not at all. This is, this is fine. And he's watching him. He goes, you know what? That steak is just, I'm not liking this. And so he said, go and hold on to that. You keep eating on that if you want. And he said, I'll be right back. Sometime later, he came back out with a new steak, just like, just like he had asked for before, right? And he cut the steak. And my friend was telling me about this. He said, when he passed the knife through that steak, it was like butter. Hmm. And, he, and the manager said, that's what our steaks are supposed to be like. <laughs> and gave him the, the new steak wow. in addition to that. So the, the, the whole point of that is to be able to attempt to make something right mm. you know going and that's just an example and it doesn't always have to be don't get the idea that it always has to be about giving free things to appease somebody you know to atone for that right mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like that i think a lot mm-hmm. of that is just attitude oh i agree you wholeheartedly know, whole, wholehearted uh, uh apology just to say you know what that's that's on us we're very sorry mm-hmm. for that we would like to make that right mm-hmm. sometimes folks they're just you know what no it's fine it's cool but I think a lot of that just comes across in the attitude and how you convey that. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I'm just, you know, and I was really playing devil's advocate there. It wasn't anything trying to, to really figure anything out. But I, because that's, it's such, probably the average person, Scott, wouldn't have even noticed that at all. Yeah. They would have more seen the guy, well, hey, the guy came over and asked. That's pretty cool. You know, you don't see that a whole lot. Yeah. You know, because I haven't, honestly, that's probably the first time I've seen it in that particular restaurant. Shoo. Probably in four or five visits, to be honest with you. No, sure. I'd say you have a good, good, good service. Haven't seen a manager come around and come by. But that brings up a very good point. A very, very good point when it comes to that is, you know, how do you truly take care of folks? And, you know, you made the point about it's not always about discounting or coupon or giving something away. And, I mean, look at our society. I mean, mm-hmm. everywhere you see, if I see a sign out, where was that at here recently? I think it was a storage place, climate control storage. First month free. Sales must be slow right now. I got to believe because they're trying to drive traffic, you right, know. Right. And there's such a balance of using some type of a hook like that to drive traffic, you know. And then again, are you taking care of them on the backside to where they stay and hang around? Yeah. So, kind of an interesting thing, you know. What is it? Everybody has a dollar menu now, don't they? Some have a ish. one, a two, and a three dollar menu. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or value, just a value menu. Right. That's why I say ish. And it's just kind of. You know, back in the day, I remember 99-cent Whoppers, you know, and it's just like, gosh, everybody's Man. discounting to try and drive traffic. When was that? Uh, Did, is that when they were still using an abacus? Probably 89-ish. 89-ish. 92-ish, okay. somewhere wow. in that range. I was there about seven years in that world, so. That was right when they started doing the McDLT. <laughs> remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I do. There it is. I do. God, I'm showing, showing my age. Oh, little. yeah, you are. You're a little more eld than I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Half a century, baby. Proud of it. And you're still going. That's it. So, well, 
tell me what type of a mindset do you feel like Scott someone has to have to be someone that's going to go the extra mile and give a little extra try to do that extra something or at least be more attentive if, if anything else I think that's a part of it I think about convenience stores I mean those guys aren't running around trying to upsell you or anything like that but what they are do you know they're providing a service you know they're doing the transaction and some of the best one there's a little convenience store um, gas station convenience store in Broussard right there by where all the construction's coming up and you're coming up 90 um, and it's uh, the folks who own it are from Jordan and I think mm. they own three stores in the area but that particular one I've been in there before and if you watch these guys I mean they're just so man how you doing tonight good to see you buddy come on yep. by you know he comes on yep. gets his drinks hey you need any cigarettes maybe a lighter with that you know I mean he's asking <laughs> and you know on the convenience stores you got all this stuff on the counter right, kind of hanging out everywhere he'll grab something man, you, you need a candy bar to get out of here with or you know a little snack for you or whatever always very but it's not a cheesy it's not an over the top it's not like he's trying to sell you he's truly well he's truly acting as if it's a service yep. you know man do you need some of these you know yeah and many times you know you frequent to the same convenience stores if you're a convenience store kind of person so he knows a lot of these people walking in they're coming off of work going to work whatever and it's always offering because he knows they're a smoke man you need some smokes today some cools or whatever you know it's it's very natural and I think to me that's going the extra mile as well, you know, yeah. versus just sitting there and taking an order, counting change, giving you money, but you know that kind of thing. Sure, it's a whole different mindset, I believe. Yeah, I think the mindset to to, to answer your question, I think the mindset there required is the attitude that I'm here to help you, that I'm here to take care of your needs and whatever those needs might be, you know, whether it's you know using the gas station example, whether you're there just for to fuel up your car whether you're there to you know get a, a plate lunch as we call them down here or a beverage or something um, and then you know you service them into the upsell which is which is you know just part of, as you said just just kind of natural just part mm -hmm. of it and it's it's I think it just really stems from the idea that I'm here to help you it's it's a mentality it makes me think of the Zig Ziglar saying it's your attitude, not your aptitude, that determines your altitude. You, know, right. you can be the greatest retailer or the greatest at anything in your segment, in your industry of all time in terms of pure skills, mm -hmm. and you're going to have some success. But if you have, if you have a really positive, service-oriented attitude, it's going to take you over and above every time. And I, and I can't remember who said it. Um, it'll come to me here in a few moments. Or several people have probably said it. I don't know who originally said it, but it's been said. Socrates. Roger, Roger Socrates. Yeah. There's no traffic along the extra mile. That might be it. <laughs> I, thought, I saw that one time accredited to um, Roger Staubach, of all people, mm -hmm. the old quarterback. Yep. I'm sure millions, you know, hundreds of people have said it. But there really is no traffic along the extra mile. And that statement came along because so few people are willing to do that extra one to five percent that really mm -hmm. and truly takes you just a mm -hmm. little bit of extra time and really not a lot of extra effort to get you resolved. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things that I enjoy doing for my clients, and I insist on this, and I've done this, uh, I've been in sales in multiple uh, in different fields and in different industries for years now. But one of the things when I was in the car business years ago, I picked up on this, and I've done it ever since, and that was probably 10 years ago is the idea of handwritten thank you cards to all of my new clients and then to send out birthday cards. Again, hand signed, all this. And then with the birthday cards, I even tuck in a little balloon, you know, just, mm -hmm. just a little bit of cheer. 
Yeah. And what's cool about that, especially in our industry where we're working with a lot of seniors, that might be the only birthday card they get. And when, <laughs> when in the heck was the last time you ever saw a handwritten thank you card thanking you for your business? It almost rarely, it just almost never happens. Yeah. But that's one of those things that sets you apart and you, you set aside just that little bit of extra time I, you know, on thank you cards, depending on how busy of the week I have, thank you cards might take me anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. My birthday cards take me a little bit longer because I have a lot of clients in each month that I'm sending them out to. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If it's going to help me stand out Absolutely. and keep me top of mind. Yeah. Um, and it's worth that little extra. It's, it's worth it, number one, because it's a personal touch. But number two, it's also a branding hit. Because they're remembering not only, and I call it the brand of we and the brand of me, they're not only remembering my company, but they're remembering Scott Morgan. And that makes all the difference. Because I want them thinking of me when they have a need. Got you. Yep. You're the kind of guy that's just unforgettable, Scott. So I don't know what you're really worried about. I wasn't going that far back. I was trying to channel Nat. (laughs) (laughs) So then the going the extra mile, true customer service, true serving of another individual really comes back to mindset and mentality, right? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I think I'd agree 100% there as well. You know, you have to have the thought process of every day and everything that you're doing, how do I help someone else? Yeah. And not at the expense of yourself or what you're doing or your job or your career, but... How can I help in what I do? Sure. And I think that does set us apart. You know, as you know, we've talked about, we're in the insurance business. And sure, there's a billion insurance agents out there. And we all kind of say, yeah, you know, hey, but you get me, you know. Mm-hmm. But they don't really understand that, especially at the new, new client point of sale, because they haven't experienced any of that. Right. So how do I kind of sell them on that idea? Typically, I have to give them a story. This client had yep. this problem. They called me. Here's what I did. I got it resolved. Here's yep. the way I stepped in and helped it. I'm not going to say any other, but anybody else wouldn't do that. But I truly wonder how many do it to the same degree I do because sometimes it's challenging. And I've been able to learn how to deal with these situations over time. And it's like I keep a library. Oh, this issue, here's what I have to do. Yep. This problem, here's what I have to do. And when you learn that and begin to execute it and just share these stories with folks, I think it begins to, does make an impact over time. Early on, you don't have as many stories because you're still new in the game and trying to figure things out. But I think over time, it does make a heck of a difference. I really sure. do. Sure. You know, how often does that mint in your sonic bag? Kind of like, oh man, I forgot about this. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, I could use this right now. Yeah, that's right. Extra onions, now I need a mint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, and I think of, you know, when you've been able to show somebody, and I'm, I'm trying try not to throw my shoulder out, pat myself on the back on it, but this was a recent thing where just like, you know, setting it up for the client, this is what I do, this, this, this. If you call me, you're going to get a call back. I'm here to help you. I'm your first line of customer service. This is what I want you to, you know, I want you to call me anytime you have issues. And I had a new, a new member, new client that had multiple issues she had everything <laughs> on. and but we were you know myself but also with the company kind of tag teaming and our member services with the company just to be able to handle everything and I got a I got a, an email from a member services rep that was working with her on her specific on one of her issues at least and she, the, the, the member services rep said oh by the way she mentioned that dog does hunt it lets you know that we're in the south you know that <laughs> 
the, you know, <laughs> have a hunt in that dog. Well, and it's it's just true because if you're, I think those are those are going to be your your start raving fanatical fans. Your your billboards mm-hmm. with Nikes, as I call them, yeah. because the ones that you take care of the most, the ones that you're you're going over and above for, they're the ones that are going to typically they're going to be the ones that are going to promote you, yeah. or the ones that have the worst problems. And, you, mm-hmm. and it looks like there's not a solution in the world that's going to make them happy, but because every time you talk to them, they look like they're constipated or they got a scowl on their face or something, <laughs> and they're just looking like they're just having a, a really bad day. But deep down inside, though, they're, they're smiling because they know, hey, that's my guy, and he's taking care of me, you know, regardless. That's it. It's I've cool had feeling. early on. I had a couple of clients. One of them actually is still with me. I haven't heard from her in a period of time, though. She made the comment. Richard, I need you to work your magic. Yeah, because <laughs> we'd had a few situations and had to step in and do some things to get things resolved, and you know we got it done. It wasn't all of what I did. You know, many times in our business and in the customer service field, it's a matter of asking the right questions to dig to get the right answers. Yeah, and that's just what I had to do, and I've learned how to do that well over time. Yeah. The other piece I think about that when it comes to to service, you know. How is that something that you teach or train, or does it have to be something someone kind of flips the switch to mm. where they're going to get it or whatever? What do you think? Well, I think that's I think a big part of that's going to be you can look at you can look at that from two different perspectives. If you're dealing with somebody who's working within a company, I think that's that's something that needs to be understood and imparted upon them very early in the process, even even as early as the interview process, to let them know it's a culture. We have a culture of service in this company, and this is what we believe in. I strongly believe any company. You know, when I was a corporate trainer, that was one of the things when I was teaching customer service that I would really try to hammer home is you have to have a culture of service. You have to know exactly how you're going to handle these situations, and it's got to start from what I would call the infancy of that employee. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's very much a part of the interview process as well as the onboarding process when they come on board and and even have maybe have a a customer service mission statement. Yeah, I was going to say either a job description. Yeah. And the other thing that comes to mind when you say that is setting solid, realistic expectations. Absolutely. Well, realistic is, is important. Uh, and I think even, but even stretch, if you're not sure what realistic is, you know, mm-hmm. look at your customers and look at the feedback that you're getting from your customers. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this over the top thing, like you said earlier, where maybe mm-hmm. it becomes either disingenuous or it's, it doesn't quite match the value of what they're getting, or maybe it's way over the, it doesn't have to be about that. I think a lot of that's perception. I think a mm-hmm. lot of that, again, is just the experience that we give them. Mm-hmm. So something that's conducive you know if you if you're if your company does any kind of surveys what is it that people are, are giving you feedback on that that they mm-hmm. really enjoy that you do and keep doing that because a lot of times those surveys are going to be reflective of other people you're not going to get the total snapshot of course because not everyone does a survey yeah but you know understanding that there are certain things that people like keep doing those things and then find other ways to keep doing other things so I think right. in the, in the, when you have an employee that's working with a company, I think it's all a part of the culture. And I think it can be trained. I think you have to look for employees, though, hmm. that have that attitude. Hire them, right? Absolutely. Okay. And, of course, you're going to make bad hiring decisions. But you, I think you got to be if, – if you have a service culture, like Zappos, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're fueled by service, I think, is their tagline. 
they cannot afford. We were talking about this earlier. Zappos is one of those companies where at the end of their four-week training or however long, they'll write you a check to part ways with the company. If you, if you think that this company is not for you after you've gone through their four-week process or whatever, mm-hmm. because Zappos has figured out that, that will, you know, a bad hiring decision and somebody on the phone who is doing the wrong thing will cost them far more than that check they're willing to write you to say, hasta la vista, baby, you know, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. it. So, yeah, so there's the culture that's in the company. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. Some of the, our listeners are going to be maybe Absolutely. single owner business owners. Yep. Um, maybe they're doing it all, but maybe they have one or two, five, ten employees. Yeah. How do we help them well, with and some it, strategies? Again, it's it's got to be set forth. I, I think you mm-hmm. have to set the expectation. Um, and if and if you've, it sometimes it's a little bit harder if you if you've been a company for a while to stop midstream and try to turn that ship around if, if things are not already uh, regimented or disciplined enough and there's no culture in place mm-hmm. sometimes it could be a little more of a challenge so again I think that's situational but I think it just it starts with expectation if you're if you're somebody who's running the company and you've got employees you have to set the tone you got to be the leader so in that situation so should that be written down I think so, so. absolutely okay. oh yeah if it's worth doing it's got to be written down mm. you know you can't you cannot have a constitution of the United States of America without it being written down you, know, you can't have a preamble. You can't have a declaration. You can't have a mission statement. What good is a mission statement if it's not written down and, and put somewhere where everybody, including not just the internal customer, which is the employees, but also the external customer and shareholders. When I say shareholders, I don't mean people investing in stock. I'm talking about the vendors and other people that are doing business or stakeholders, as they're called, rather. Good point. Um, you know, something that, that's that's going to be so preeminent and so predominantly displayed and where everybody can see it. So I think it just it, it just has to be written down. I think it has to be an attitude. And then if you're if you're an entrepreneur or you're, or you're just by yourself, you know, you're you're kind of a one man or one woman show. I think it just starts with attitude. You know, find yourself some accountability partners, find yourself a BNI group or a mastermind group or a network group, find yourself a coach, somebody that can help you if you if you kind of think that maybe you've got an issue with that or struggle with that a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, pick up a good book. Um, there, you know, one of one of the good books I think um, is uh, uh, the one about Zappos and Tony Shea, uh, who's the CEO, Delivering Happiness. Right. Was mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, a book from back in 1999 called Nuts: the Story of Southwest Airlines mm-hmm. by the Freibergs. Wonderful books that are out there that talk about cultures of customer service, and I don't care how big the company is, you can adapt a lot of those concepts for yourself. Right. It's very intrinsic. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I think the other book that comes to mind, too, and this is going way back, again, from the restaurant days, uh, you've heard the term POS? Yes, yes, I have. Well, in this case, POS stands for Positively Positively Outrageous outrageous Service. service. Yeah, Southwest Airlines used that also. Yeah. That's in that book. Well, there's actually a book with that title, Positively Outrageous Service. Yeah. And he goes into all the steps and procedures and a lot of things, and he uses a lot of different company examples for that. I think of the book uh, Ken Blanchard with raving fans, mm. you know, and he talks about how the uh, the story that sticks in my brain is this cab. I guess it was in New York City because that's where you see most cabs. Might have been in <laughs> California, who knows? But this cab was sparkling, squeaky clean everywhere. Wow. I mean, this guy was like like Uber today. They'll offer you water, or gum, or stuff like this. This cat was just like this, and this was back when was this written? Probably in the eighties and nineties, I would imagine. So yeah. What little things can you do to go over the top and give that just little extra 
you know, that little bit of positively outrageous yeah. service that's yeah. over the top to give something. And it's really putting your shoes in the client's seat, you know, when you're walking up to a convenience store counter, you know, what, what thing can I do for the client that might make an impact in their life today? You yeah. know, and make it authentic and make it genuine. You know, for us, you know, again, what little thing can we mail them? What little thing can we, you know, quick phone call? One of mm-hmm. our agents has went more independent now. He got in the habit where he was calling them every day, and if he could, he didn't reach them, or even if he did reach them on the phone, he was singing, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. You look like a monkey and smell like one, too. Can you tell oh, them that on the phone? No, I don't think so. so wow. That was my, I threw that in there. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> you kidder. But, I know, I know. We love my, our clients. We do. But little things like that goes over the top, and again, you appreciate it. I had a client recently call me because I sent him a birthday card. Richard, I appreciate that card, man. Thanks so yeah. much. Left me a voicemail. So, you know, it does impact some. Is it going to impact everybody? No, but you're not going to please everybody either. That's but right. you're trying to just make the little extra effort. You do your part. You do your due diligence. You might have 100 clients, and you might only delight 5, 10 of them. Mm-hmm. That's a, Hey, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's 5 or 10 that become mm-hmm. star raving fans. Building, building, building. I'm cool with that. I only need one, right? <laughs> and to, right. to spread to spread the good word. To, to kind of wrap it up and pop our, our shoulders back in the joint from the, the, the back padding here. <laughs> what are what are a couple things that you? I'll, I'll share a couple too. But what are a couple things? Give give us two or three ideas mm-hmm. as we start to wrap up. Actionable. That if you would say, hey, try these. Mm-hmm. You know what what might make the difference starting today. Well, one would be really. Take a moment and stop. Move yourself to your customer's seat. Yeah. You know, are you walking in the door of your restaurant, your business? What are the customers see? And think about the interaction. Okay, how can we do something different that's, you know, maybe it's different than anybody else, but maybe it's just something a little extra. You know, is it, is, does it even cost you anything? might not. It might just be a little bit extra effort. Put some strategy in place. Is it a post-it note or is it some kind of note card? Whatever it is to keep that front of mind on a regular consistent basis mm-hmm. and I think that'll make a big difference that would be my one um, how about you what's your next one I'm gonna think of another one here real quick you know I think if you're if you're in any kind of sales related organization um, birthday cards thank you cards that's my number one um, if you're not let's say you're just working in retail or just you know service at all constantly just have that attitude how can I help too, mm-hmm. there are far too many people and this just gets me especially in Look, and I understand people don't make maybe maybe don't make a lot of money in certain segments in certain industries. I get it. However, with that being said, you're still paid to offer a service. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be there for eight hours, put the cell phone down. Mm-hmm. Quit, you know, quit, you know, rolling your eyes at your manager and the, the customers, <laughs> and just embrace the customer. Because here's the thing, too: mm-hmm. you may not be at that job all the time. You should try to learn at least something every mm-hmm. day in that job, either about the job itself to help you to become better. Or about yourself, because I know people who've gone into fast food or certain industries, they learn real quick about themselves. They hate that, and it made them want to knuckle down and, and you know study harder, work harder in school, or pursue a whole different path. That they didn't have to do that, you know. Hey, more power to you. It's whatever whatever's in your mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think it's just have start adopting the attitude and write it out. Have, have an attitude of service. The two attitudes you should have, an attitude of gratitude and an attitude of service. That was real, That's interesting you said that because that was my second one is, first off, you know, we all, like you say, we always do tend to see, uh, what do we call it, management by exception. We see everything that goes wrong throughout the day, right? right? 
make a point to stop and look at what you do in your career and your job and your interaction with others. What do I have to be grateful for yep. in this environment? Number one, you know, hey, I'm lucky I got a job because some people don't have one. Right. You know, and then the second piece of that puzzle is how can I make a difference today? Mm. You know, one of our friends and mentors we've come to know and love is Brendan Burchard. Mm-hmm. And one of his big key statements is, who can I surprise today? Yeah, so good. You I know? like that one. And by surprise, it's not by scared of pants off of them, but it's how can I surprise <laughs> them with something fun, good, uplifting, and yeah. enthusiastic that I can give to somebody else? You know, right it's, it, it, it's, it's, you know, I used to call it in the restaurant, let's show them the love tonight. Let's show them the love to the shift. And it's just giving of ourselves to change their life a little bit because they were impacted by you. Yeah. You know, everybody should be should leave your presence better than the way they entered your presence. It's kind of like how we did in scouting when we go camping. Leave the campsite cleaner than how you found it. There you go. That's good. That's I like it. that. Yeah, That's like good that. stuff, man. Good stuff. That's right. I try. Well, I think it's another great episode there, Scott. I think I we touched so. on a lot of good things. Good things for some entrepreneurs, for business owners, retail owners, yep. I think. And look, if there's, if you all have any questions or anything, drop those in the comment section below. Also, be sure to subscribe and give us a rating. Absolutely. Well. We yeah. really appreciate that. And we're going to work on giving you more stuff. If you have some ideas for some other topics you'd like us to cover. Let us know. People you'd like us to interview. Maybe even book reviews for you. God, you let it. us know. We're going to. We're here to help. Because our philosophy is how can we help you absolutely maximize you. That's right. Take us away, Wolf. Well, we'll see you next time, next day, next hour, <laughs> next week. Have a great one, and we'll see talk to all. you soon. Cheers.